0: Tigers, uncaged! Jesse and Lance talk Tigers and all things WHL with the voice of the Tigers. Tigers players, Tigers alumni, and insiders across the WHL. Here's your host, Jesse and Lance.
1: Welcome to another episode, another season. Woo! Of Tigers Uncaged, we are your hosts, I'm Jesse, he's Lance. Hello. We are getting set for a jam-packed opening weekend for the Medicine Hat Tigers. I mean, n- we thought we were going to come in here and talk about the, the big acquisition as we got ourselves a new play-by-play man.
2: Right, right, right. Who's
1: actually going to join us on the podcast, very excited to hear from him.
2: Yeah, maybe not today, or maybe, maybe this time around, who knows, maybe today. I have no idea. Are we planning to have him today? On this episode? I think we are, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So I think he's on this episode. Gino's coming, okay. We get to talk
1: to Gino, get to learn Listen, more about. it's been about a long day. get to learn I, more. I know
2: that this is being pre-recorded and that it's just being sent out. Today's been a long day. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I think, yeah, we get a chance to talk to Gino, learn a little bit about him. Nice. And uh, we get set for opening weekend for the Medicine Hat Tigers. A couple trades went through uh, this past week as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. Steven Arp being dealt to the Winnipeg Ice, which... Uh, makes a, a, a bit of sense. They have a lot of players that are gone to uh, NHL camps to start the year. Stephen Arp is from Manitoba originally. That's where he lives and born. So uh, they get back a little bit closer to home kind of makes sense. But uh, So Stephen Arp goes out for a conditional ninth round pick. And, uh, and Tigers trading James Venn, who was a goaltender that they had signed uh, a couple years ago, I think now. Uh, he's traded to the the Prince Albert Raiders for an eighth round pick in the 2023 uh, WHL draft. So Van goes to PA, and Arp goes to Winnipeg, and uh, slowly but surely you start to see the roster maybe take a little bit more shape.
1: And we knew that that was going to happen, right? Like Willie kind of said at the end of last season, which wasn't the season that they wanted, that yeah. uh, they were going to have to make some hard decisions, and not everyone was going to be guaranteed a spot. And I think that rang true to a lot of like that a lot of the players. A lot of the kids were thinking about that coming into this season. Yeah. Like, you weren't guaranteed a spot. And uh, Stephen Arp, I think he had nine points last year. Didn't have the season that he wanted to. Right, right. But, it was
2: it was a learning year for, for Stephen, for sure.
1: And uh, like you said, he gets to be closer to home. I am excited about this season's team. Yeah? It's younger, and we saw how good they gelled at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. We saw a lot of these young kids from the academy come up and – and now they're going to have a summer under their belts with each other. Yeah. And each year they're going to mature, play better. And this is going to be the start of what I hope two years down the road is a championship caliber team.
2: Yeah, ideally. I mean, that's that's kind of the hope, right? Obviously, uh, a lot of talk is surrounding their number one pick in the most recent WHL draft in Gavin McKenna. And the news that he's going to open the season with the Tigers. He'll be in. Saturday, he'll be in the lineup for the season opener, home opener against the Lethbridge Hurricanes, but uh, of course, he's only eligible or able to play, I believe it's seven games, and then in extenuating circumstances, if they absolutely need him, he can jump in for a few more here or there, but expect seven from Gavin McKenna this year, and then uh, he'll probably go back either to to BC, where he was playing last year, or maybe to Saha, uh, the kind of academy now for for Medicine Hat and uh, just what they're doing there at that program now filtering kids to to kind of be ready to take that next step to the Western Hockey League. So McKenna could be there too. But yeah, it's going to be a big year, a big big start of the year. Like I think you and I were talking before we jumped on it. You hit the nail on the head that the start of this season pretty important to kind of set the tone based off of how last year went. Right?
1: Yeah, like, there's a lot of Tiger fans I've ran into here in the off season, and the the running joke. Well, they can't be better or can't be worse than last year, right? And you know what? We needed last year. I truly believe that we needed to struggle because we have always been that team. That I mean, before I I still believe that COVID year that was a championship team. Like when
2: COVID first hit, yeah,
1: Yeah. and we had to get rid of the season, and Mm -hmm. we weren't able to finish it. Tigers were like nine straight wins. Uh, I believe that they they would have made a run, Mm -hmm. but. This is a rebuild year. We've always been that team that makes the playoffs, and usually, unfortunately, you lose first, second round in. But but we've always been comfortable in just making the playoffs. We had to have a season like last year so that not only do the fans sit back and not take it for granted, but, I mean, even players. Like, Fraser said it perfectly at the end of last year, saying that these guys need to have the summer To realize what just happened, to 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 come in and say this is not going to happen again. We are not going to be an eleven win team.
2: Mm -hmm. We're going
1: to win more than that, and I hope right out of the gates they win eleven games.
2: Uh, (laughs) I hope they get that right off the bat. That would be nice. I don't know. Uh, They they start the year on a U.S. road trip, so that's tough. I'm not sure if that's gonna. It's not going to be easy. That's going to happen right away. But but I understand what you're saying, and you know this team has like you said that off season to to really soak it in and quite frankly be pissed off about it about how things went because I'm willing to bet for almost every one of those players that was a part of last year's team it's the first time that you've ever experienced that type of season when wins are hard to come by personally you're not dominating on the stat sheet like you were when you were playing you know U15, U14, U12 whatever it might have been like you, 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 took that jump up and you got slapped in the mouth and now it's a matter of taking that off season and hopefully trending it into the right direction, finding things to work on because we all have them, right? So, uh, no team being perfect, you find a way to, to harness that work through, uh, what you need to work through in the off season and now be ready to go. And I, I think preseason was a good indication of that. They, they played well, uh, from, from top to bottom, uh, net out, everything looked pretty solid. You had good goaltending. Uh, defensively without Drew Krebs in the lineup, was still able to, to to play well. Now, of course, everyone's rostering different lineups in preseason, so take it with a grain of salt. But the team looked a lot more put together. Yeah, They, they looked they, they looked solid in preseason, which is all we have to go off of, and it's a good note.
1: I, I mean, you look at Beckett Lankow, where there's a lot of questions on could he be the guy. Now that we know that he is going to be mm-hmm. the number one guy, can he be the guy? Mind you, it is preseason, but it's a nice feather in the cap going into this weekend, coming yeah. off a shutout. Against the Swift Current Broncos.
2: Yeah, who who's going to be a good team. Yeah. Like, the Broncos are going to be one of the better teams in the division this season. That Central Division, probably going to see a lot of uh, people not liking the Swift Current Broncos when they come to town. I
1: think Calgary might sneaky be yeah. in there as well. Red Deer is always kind of in the middle. You would think Edmonton's got to
2: struggle. Uh, or at least drop off a it's bit. I don't know about a, struggle. But Struggle's a strong word, but drop off, yes. Yeah. Like I, 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 I would agree that Calgary will take a jump. Yeah. Like Calgary was one of the youngest teams last year. They were almost younger than the Tigers, I think, with more rookies in the lineup. Pretty close, and, yeah. And nearly made playoffs. They were in it with about three games left in their regular season. Uh, so Calgary inherently should take that next step. But uh, but but Swift really is kind of like this odds-on favorite around the division to be that team to watch out for. Of, of course, like Owen Pickering, a first-round pick, defenseman for, for them gets... Uh, gets more ice time this year and more of an elevated role. Matthew Ward gets another year. Like, there's top to bottom a lot of guys that they're really excited about, and they trade for another goaltender in Gage Alexander, who was with the Winnipeg Ice last season. He split time uh, in Winnipeg, and now he's going to be splitting time, most likely, with Reed Dick in Swift Current. So, uh, yeah, the Broncos will be really good. But for the Tigers, you just kind of look at it and say, we, we need to beat Lethbridge. Yeah. Like winning a season opener at home against Lethbridge I don't know when the last time they've they've been able to just have that one game typically it's a home at home right but to have that one game this weekend only against the hurricanes you wanna you want to win that one and then make your trip into Lethbridge the week after.
1: Now, if you're looking at the uh, the preseason roster right now as we mm-hmm. get forward to this weekend, is there a certain guy, a couple guys that really stand out that you're excited to see them this year that you're hoping that uh, you'll see better progress or yeah. you're expecting a big year out of?
2: I would love to see a healthy Tyler McKenzie for a full season. Yeah. Just because of the way that he played last year. And it, it was in limited games, of course, had that injury midway through the year that took him out for a big chunk of it. Uh, but but he grew into a leadership role so fast. So yeah. to have him hopefully for a full year playing and, and setting guys up, because that's really what he came into last year was a, was a great setup, man. He was able to, to make passes, make plays happen, and let the the, the shooter shoot type deal. Um, so if he gets a full year, that would be great. Uh, another one from that 0-4 class, because Tyler McKenzie born in 2004, and a lot of the, these forwards r04s whether it's mckenzie uh there, there's also oasis weisblatt oren strome uh, you look at Braden bame in there yeah, as well yeah. bame based off what i've seen in preseason looks a lot bigger still has that speed but he looks a lot stronger which is exciting uh and then you kind of look at at two of the the younger players that are uh, expected to be at the very least rotating into the lineup this season in thomas Murcik. Yeah. and Caden Lindstrom. A lot of people are excited about those two products at a Delta Hockey Academy. And, yep. uh, for, for me, the intriguing one uh, right now is is Caden Lindstrom because you trade Stephen Arp away, uh, who is a bigger body. You trade Ashton Furster away, who is a bigger body. And now you're, you're looking for that size and that presence. Obviously, they kind of fill that with a couple overages that you'll be learning more about in Dallin Malin and Oskari Kuntanen. That boy is 6'4". Yeah, Malin is 6'4", 217, played last year in Red Deer. and wow. uh, And he played well against the Tigers, so they were yeah. like, yeah, maybe we should bring him in. <laughs> uh, but Cain Lindstrom, also 6'4", 200 pounds, and he was born in 2006, so that would make him 16 years old approximately, depending on the birthday, maybe seventeen. Uh, but, but that kind of gives you an idea. Yeah, no, sorry, 2006, 16, definitely. Because the math is hard. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is that he's a very big kid at such a young age and moves well. Yes. Moves so well. So I'm really excited to see him this year because I think he has uh, a very clear path in front of him based off of how he plays to, to move up the lineup quick.
1: And, uh, you know, one of the bright spots, if you look at bright spots last year, unfortunately, we, d- we didn't really have that scoring. And we right. lost a lot of games that were tight, and that's because of the defense. The defense really stood out. Yes. They Unfortunately, they did give up quite a few shots, but there was a lot of games where the defense kind of kept us in that game. And I'm excited to see... You know, Van Mulligan, yeah. the Medicine Hat product. I know he scored one in preseason. I'm excited to see him a little bit more. I'm excited to see Boggins Hotass, just because I like his name. Mm-hmm, and I think you're mm-hmm. going to see Hotass maybe even take a leadership role, him and Krebs, in that defensive. Like, they're going to yep. wear that letter on their sleeve, and they're going to we're going to see a lot from
2: them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hotass was a guy last year, within five games, I said, has one of the best shots as a defenseman in the league. And I still stand by it. His shot's one of the best that you're going to find. Uh, so being able to to have him round out in his own zone a little bit better as well and, and play a full 200 foot that he's going to need to because he's probably going to be relied upon to carry whatever pairing he's on with someone that's a little bit younger. Um, Reed Andreessen, another guy yep. who has gotten bigger. We saw him last year, and he, he looked a little bit smaller. He's listed right now at 5'9", 162. Uh, he's definitely bigger. And he shoots a lot harder. Like He plays just a little bit more physical, which is what you expect, right? Because yep. you got to remember they're kids, and they're still growing. And at this age, uh, it's three months, four months can be a big growth spurt. You can pack on a lot of pounds in that time. And so th- th- there's a lot to look forward to. Obviously, everyone around the league has this, this time of year is just a lot of excitement, a lot of anticipation, yeah. uh, and a lot of positive thoughts, right? Because you look at it, and you say, well, we can have this goal right, we can have that goal right. But there's going to be guys that get hurt. There, There's going to be players that are out for extended period of time, players going through slumps. And so I, I think for for this team this season, it's going to need to be a, a next-man-up mentality. Like if if so-and-so, let's say Tyler McKenzie's having an off night, someone else needs to step up and pick up the ball and go.
1: Yeah, and we haven't had that for quite some time. It, it's, uh-huh. it's been almost since that COVID year where it got shut down that you could rely on four or five guys that, you know, got hot at different times, but you knew the, the scoring would come. Yeah. Last year, when uh, Swakowski was the only one scoring goals. To got, start the year, yeah. Got rid of him, and then Hoppo was the only guy scoring goals. We traded him away. No one was able to really step up, mm-hmm. and no one was able to be that guy. Barlogi, he had a great first three, four games in, mm-hmm. and then he held the lead for goals for darn near a month because yeah. no one was scoring goals. And I yeah. think that's got to be the number one thing the Tigers are looking at going into this season. Yeah, we need to score more goals. Mm-hmm. I think we were, we were definitely in the bottom of the league for goals. Four, yes, we weren't able to score. Yes,
2: yeah, and that's going to happen with a younger team, right? And you start getting piled into this losing streak, and it just it piles up yeah. mentally, where you're like, okay, you're gripping it a little bit too tight. Uh, Andrew Basha, another guy that can take a big jump offensively. Uh, he he didn't. It's tough to to learn the league halfway into it, right? Because he jumps in midway through. And so you're just trying to play without thinking, right? You just want you want to go out. You want to be able to just do what you do, and then learn the details afterwards. So I think you're, you see a a better effort defensively from Basha this year, which then will translate into his line just transitioning a little bit better. Suddenly they're in the right spot. They're able to get out of their own zone, and, and the offense comes that way too. Um, but yeah, they're going to have to score. you, yeah. you, you said it. Like off, offense production is going to be the biggest thing to watch with this team throughout the first you know, a few weeks in the season, because they're still young. They're still a young team, and you're going to have guys that are going to have off nights, but it's a matter of, are you going to have someone be able to step up a line or or at least a dude each night that's able to step up and, and kind of carry, whether it's a shift or a period or, game. or a game, right? Yeah. Like, you might need that. And because uh, you know that defensively the team's getting better. Yep. So... It, now you're going to have to to try and find a way to generate a little bit of offense, and so often it really it's, it's cliche, but it does kind of start in the net out and how you defend is is a lot of ways where you're going to be able to transition into your offense. So. Yeah,
1: well, we're going to learn more about the team. We're going to have Joe uh, Frazier from the Minnesota Tigers, the assistant uh, associate coach. He's going to join us. I really want to ask him because he he didn't really he couldn't give us an answer when we talked to him last at the end of last year. Right, but. Gavin McKenna had to have been the guy. I know he kind of tiptoed yep. around it. He goes, yep. "Oh, I don't know. We're looking at a lot of people for number one." Had to have been Gavin. I'd assume so. But we're gonna get to the bottom of it. I'd I assume I wonder so. If there was anyone, or if Gavin was the guy, so we'll mm-hmm. talk to him. And uh, yeah, we're gonna meet the uh, the new voice of the yeah, Medicine Hat Tigers, Gino DePaoli. Gino from Okotoks. Uh,
2: now from Medicine
1: Hat. Now from Medicine Hat. I guess he was uh, he was very close with Bob.
2: He's a big fella.
1: I haven't met him. I'm excited to meet him, but from the
2: pictures, he looks like... Uh, and he's a wrestling guy. Is he? Imagine if you guys were a tag team.
1: Yeah, he'd be. I'd uh, just stand behind him. Yeah, the entire time. well,
2: that's a, I mean, those are some of the best tag teams like AEW yeah. has on right now. Yeah, Swerve and our glory. Look yeah. at that wrestling reference. I'll be Jungle today. Boy and he can be
0: Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice,
1: nice. <laughs> but uh, we'll talk to Gino. We'll talk to Joe. It's all coming up on this episode of Tigers Uncaged. Come on, check it
0: out. Tigers Uncaged. uncaged. More roar.
1: We're back on the bus. <laughs> Chat Food Drive is coming back in all its original glory. All oh, its original glory. And we can't wait to get out there and see you. I look at you. Businesses become part of the Food Drive Network and help us restock the shelves at the Root Cellar Food and Wellness Hub as we head into their busiest
2: season. Visit chat 945com to sign up your business as a collection point during Food Drive 2022. Woo! We'll be aboard the Tracks Coach Lines Food Drive bus on November 16th and 17th, making our way around Medicine Hatton area to pick up all the food and cash donations.
0: I want to see what they up to. Chat 945
2: Food Drive. Woo! Who is the strongest person
1: you know? Super wrong. The strongest person is any. Teacher, and we want to reward them. Yeah! Teacher timeout is on today's country, Chat 94.5. You go to chat945.com and nominate a superhero today. Good luck.
2: Teachers are superheroes, they sure are. Thanks, Captain Obvious.
1: If they win, they get a $50 gift card from A&W on Strachan Road, Mr. Loop, and Southside Laundry and Dry Cleaning. Teacher timeout. Yeah, I really need. On today's country, Chat 94.5.
0: Tigers Uncaged. Let's go! Here's your host. And I reveal myself to you all here. Jessing and Lance.
1: Behold! Welcome back to the podcast, Tigers Uncaged. And of course, we could not do an episode if we did not have this man on with us.
2: No, he starts and ends every season yeah, from here on out.
1: He sure does. We are so happy to have Joe Frazier on the line. Good morning, buddy.
3: Yeah, morning, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Hey, always a pleasure. We get it. First thing I want to ask you, though, because... We weren't able to ask you last time we talked, because mm. there was a lot of speculation with the number one pick, who the Tigers <laughs> were going to take. You you knew right off the hop, right, that Gavin McKenna was going to be the guy?
3: Yeah, he is the guy. He yeah, the he is the guy all along. So, no, we're pretty lucky to have him. He's a, he's a special talent and special player.
2: That's the thing. Uh, I got to see a little bit of training camp and, and preseason glimpses here and there, but you've... Worked closer than than obviously anyone else has, Joe. So maybe for for those who are trying to wrap their head around why is is Gavin McKenna just so darn good at this age? Like, what makes him such a great player already?
3: I think he just does everything so well. He, he skates well. He's one of those guys who gets faster with the puck. Um, you know, a lot of guys have speed and skill, but he's he's able to to make make plays at full speed. Like, not a lot of guys can do that. A lot of guys have to slow down to make the plays. Like, he yeah. can – he attacks, and when he's at full speed, he can still make plays. So, and I think one of his – like, the other thing, he just hounds pucks. Like, he's so good at stripping guys from behind, and, and you know, I think he has five, six takeaways a game. So, he's just – uh you no know, a special talent, like I said, and we're lucky to have
1: him. I know a lot of Tiger fans are very excited when we get to see him on a uh, full-time no basis. Doubt. Uh, last time we talked, we also, uh, you, you said something that really stood out. That, you know, last season wasn't the greatest for the Tigers, but the the boys were going to have all summer to kind of think about that. Now that the boys are back, have you noticed that there's that drive, there's that hunger where, you know, we don't want to be an 11-win team. We, we, we want to make the playoffs. We're hungry to be better.
3: Yeah, there's definitely uh, there's been way more accountability from the leadership group. I think the leadership group has has done a great job so far. Uh, we had another leadership meeting yesterday. Uh, the energy is good around the team. I know guys are excited to to kind of prove you know last year last year wrong or you know however you want to say it. But I think the guys are excited, and you know you can just tell in our practices. There's you know, just that competitive fire right now that uh, that you need to keep getting better. And I think, you know, we're we're happy with where we're at. Um, but, you know, there's lots of lots of improving to do still, but I know the guys are guys are really excited.
2: Joe, I know that there's at least as of right now. We'll see by the time this airs and when Saturday rolls around when you take on uh, the the Lethbridge Hurricanes, what the, the roster may look like. But at least for the moment, still had I believe four overages listed, and uh, and two of them new faces that are that are also bringing a lot of size in Dallin Malid and Oskari Kutonin. Uh Maybe just a little bit on on each one of those guys and what you've seen from them uh, throughout camp and, and the preseason.
3: Yeah, I still have you know a couple tough decisions to make here before before a home opener, but um, you know just as the twenty year old I think it's been nice. You know, we got three. Three of the four weren't here last year at all. Yeah. So I think just their mindset is totally different because they weren't didn't have to go through that last year. So they bring uh, just a positive energy that's that's needed in the room. And I think they've all been great, you know, in that aspect. Especially during games when whether we're up, you know, two or down two, like the the mood on the bench has been way better, and it's you know been set by those guys. I think down Lane, You know, he's been in the league three, four years. Big body, but you know he can skate skate better than what what people think, and he's got you know really good skill down low. So you know we'll try to use him on the power play down low, and then you with know, Scarry coming over from Finland, you know still getting acclimated to the to the smaller ice, but you know again a bigger guy with with some good skill. So uh, we're excited about both of them.
1: This gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I I can't wait. Let, Joy, let me ask you this: um, it's been a while since we get to have preseason at co-op place, right? We haven't really had preseason games yeah. in Medicine Hat. What was it like for the boys to be able to get a little practice game through on their own home ice?
3: Oh, I think it's great. You know, it's it's always great getting out to those smaller rinks too and playing in front of those fans, but I think just being able to have, a you know, a run through before home opener, you know, playing at co-op place and just having the game day routine like a normal home game, I think that's, I think that's really important. I think, you know, not having to move the gear uh, like a road game to play at those smaller rinks is, is uh, you know, something the guys appreciate. And, you know, I know they they were excited to play at home and, you know, it's nice to see the fans out. So uh, I know the boys are excited for Saturday.
2: Joe, last year I know we had talked at this exact time about guys to kind of have an eye on, people that uh, piqued your interest throughout the, the preseason in camp. And, and last year we landed on the name uh, Braden Baeham a few times, and I think uh, over last year we saw him kind of grow as the year went on, and then you saw him physically grow coming back into camp this year. He looks a lot bigger, he looks stronger, uh, still has his foot speed, and, and so he's a guy that you know you can start to see the progression with uh, as he works through the Western Hockey League. I'm curious, and, and you don't have to throw one or two names, but if, if there's anyone on this team from uh, maybe a younger player standpoint or something that's more established that that you've noticed that there's been a bit of a jump from the offseason that you're you're pretty excited to see how this year now goes for that player?
3: Yeah, I think there's a few. I think, you know, Bogdans has been, I think, going to uh, World Juniors with Team Latvia really gave him a ton of confidence. And yeah. he's been, he just has a different mindset this year. Like, he wants to be a pro. So I think, I think fans are going to be excited to watch him. Uh, I think he's taken the step. You know, he, he's got the big shot, but I think just, every day coming to the rank his mindset is is fixated on being a pro and I think you're just going to see him continue to improve but he's at a he's had a really good camp so we're really excited about him I think ba had a great camp uh, He definitely put some time in the offseason he's gotten quicker uh, you can tell he's more confident and I think for young guys I we've really you know been impressed with the young guys so a lot of them have speed and skill I think st Martin uh, hunter st Martin Shane Smith at both you know, been really good at camp. Uh you know, fans are gonna love watching Windstrom and Mercek Like those two guys are both, you know, speed demons with a ton of skill. So, you know, I think there's a lot of young guys that the the fans will be excited to watch this year.
1: Well, I think that was the thing last year was seeing how young this team was and how they were gelling already. And you think about it, and it's like, well, we're going to get a few years of them building on that chemistry. This is going to be the year that you're really going to see that difference Mm -hmm. from last year. Last year was good. I enjoyed watching the Lindstroms, the St. Martins, the Van Mulligans. Get their taste, right? Yeah, and I think this year they they have that taste, and you're going to not necessarily see them be a veteran, sort of say, but be a little bit more comfortable in the league.
3: Yeah, I think with last year it's, you know, obviously not the year we wanted to have but the with the circumstances it allowed us to to get those young guys some games and some experience so now they're you know not just thrown into the deep end they've they've had some games they know what it's all about and, they're, and the important thing was having those games they know they knew what they needed to do over the summer to make sure they're ready to go this year and like you know from from what we've seen at camp they've they've put the work in so you know it's still 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 early and it's you know camp still this week but uh you know we're excited with where we're at and you know we just got to keep getting better every day and it'll be a process you know it's a tough league especially for young guys whether you know it doesn't matter how good they are there's always an adjustment period so uh, we just got to stay patient with them and you know they'll be good
2: yeah a couple points too with uh With Shane Smith, loved him last year, just seeing him blow people up, just hitting absolutely everyone that moved. So, just to get him be more comfortable, that's exciting to see. And yet, he could still finish and all that good stuff. And Gavin McKenna wearing 72 was something I absolutely loved. It's a very, very small thing. Wow. But it's a simple pleasure. Joe, there's not a lot of higher numbers (laughs) on this
3: Tigers group. And Gavin McKenna
2: got 72. How does that work?
3: Well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'll let him tell the story, but um, he is. He likes 27, so, you know, with Bogdan being okay. 27, he's going to wear 72 this year, and then uh, he'll probably switch. Oh, uh, keep yeah.
2: 72. <laughs> Petition for 72. That is <laughs> that is My a life. great
3: number. I, I like it too, so who knows? Maybe he'll uh, keep it.
2: Uh, we didn't get the chance yet to, to quickly maybe mention the, the goaltenders yeah. and, and how things are looking in net this year. Of course, uh, it appears by all accounts that. Garen Burklin gonna be sticking in some way, shape or form with the with the Capitals organization and that now kind of opens the door for Beckett Lankow to really take on, you know, number one time.
3: No, yeah, he's looking good at camp. Um, you know, he's put a lot of work into this. He's you know, everyone wants to to be a starter, so he's he's looking forward to the opportunity and you know, he had a great last game against Swift uh with the shutout there, made a couple of huge saves. So no, we're excited about him. He's He's really showing well at camp, and you know I know he's he's really excited about this opportunity to to be the starter. And you know I know the guys are are, are excited to play in front of him.
1: Now I know I, I I tell Tiger fans all the time last year needed to happen. Mm-hmm. I believe that we needed something like that to get us back on the the right course. You know maybe we didn't need to make playoffs because we were a little spoiled. The fact that we were always <laughs> making playoffs. Um, how important is it coming off of last year? to have a good start? Like, I know you always want to have that good start, but in your guys' case with last year, it's got to be very important to come right out of the gates and start strong.
3: Yeah, I think so. I think you always want to have a good start. Um, I think more so just mentally. We'll get us on the right track. And, and I, I, I believe our mental game played stronger in last year. And I, think that's, you know, I think that's so important, um, especially in our sport. It, it can... You know it can snowball on you, whether in a good way when you when you have a little success. It's funny how it, you know, you have more success, and when you know some negative things happen, it's amazing how quick it snowballs that way too. So, you know, obviously we want a good start. Um, I think the guys are ready. Uh, we look fast. So, you know, there's never a better way to start than at home against your rival after. It. So I know the guys will be will be amped up, and you know we'll be going after it.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And uh, we're starting to run short on time. There's more people I would love to ask about, like Hayden Harsanyi yeah. and how great he looked as well. And he seemed yeah. to balance Gavin McKenna really well. I have two more questions for you, okay? Uh, yeah. One, can you tell Oren Strom to shoot the puck a lot more this year? Is that a thing that we're telling Oren?
3: Yeah, he's okay. worked on it. Got it uh, you know, he can score from the top of the circle. Now, I think you'll see him shoot more. Okay. Uh, he definitely, put, definitely put some time in the gym because he's quicker. Um, he's always had the... The great hockey sense and vision, but now he's out of the step, which I think will help and I, I think you'll see him shoot more. He's got more confidence in his shot because he's worked on it quite a bit. So okay. I think that'll be one thing he'll do for oh, sure. Okay. All
2: right. No, I like I don't call me a coach, but I think you and I could both agree that when he shoots the puck more, he seems like a volume shooter. When he gets going and he starts feeling himself a little bit, then he looks more and more dangerous.
3: I'll make sure to tell him this morning, Lance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you,
2: you pass it along to him. Be like, Hey, maybe maybe shoot the puck a bit more this year.
3: I'm watching video with him. I'll make sure. (laughs) Uh,
2: Second question. Did did you miss doing this, man? It's been so good to talk to you.
3: Uh, I really appreciate what you guys do. I don't know how many other junior teams have, uh, have their own podcast dedicated to them. So I know the guys just really appreciate the, the coverage and as do we, it's, uh, Cool to get to do this with
2: you too. Well, maybe don't tell, maybe don't tell Orin because I, I don't need to get in <laughs> oh, his yeah. bad books you already. Like, it's early this year,
3: right off the
2: hump. Yeah, I don't, I don't need Oren being like, Oh, you're that D bag, got it.
3: <laughs> well, he should be here next interview, and you can just tell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 Might have to do that,
1: uh, Frazier. As always, man, I we appreciate you coming on here. Um, if and if I took away anything last year, when you go to the mind when you're talking about the mental state, your Tiger squad. Even with the season you guys had, I, I was uh, I was fortunate enough to get them on the ice before mm-hmm, every home mm-hmm. game. Those boys were ready, they were happy, they were having a good time, even if they were going up against a team where a lot of people thought that they were going to lose. Winnipeg. Uh, yeah. I, they, um, that really stood out for me. And I and uh, kudos to the coaching staff and just the team in general. Because last year probably was a headache, but those boys still gave it all they had every single game.
3: Yeah, they did. And I think, you know, when you look back on it, it was definitely tough, but... I think the like you said, in in today's world, um, a lot of guys have asked for trades, and we didn't have one guy ask for a trade. So love that. I, wow. Uh, you know, speaks volumes to how the leadership group kind of dealt with it. You know, made sure guys are still enjoying it, still getting better. I think that's uh, one great takeaway from last year for sure.
1: As always, man, we appreciate
3: you coming on, buddy. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having you guys.
0: More hockey talk on the way with Tigers Uncaged. We will-
1: The Chat, chat Disconnect. Bye-bye! The
2: Chat Disconnect might be one of my favorite games. And Medicine App Brewing Company might be one of my favorite prizes. There's just something so satisfying about hanging up on people.
1: Not that we ever do that normally. We love the Chat family. How can I not love it?
2: It's the Chat Disconnect with today's country, Chat 94.5 and Medicine App Brewing Company. Weekday mornings, Jesse and I get three callers on the line for a trivia showdown. Get it right, you move on, get it wrong, and you're done. Uh,
1: bye-bye. Be
2: the last one on the line, and you win $20 to Medicine Hat Brewing Company. The
1: Chat Disconnect, weekday mornings at 840. On today's country, Chat 94.5. Powered by Medicine Hat Brewing Company.
2: Imagine white sand beaches, tropical drink in your hand, and the wreck Laws. Today's Country Chat 94.5 is excited to send one lucky listener and a guest to Kickin' It Country in Mexico with The Rec oh You'll have two ways to enter the draw to win your way to the most amazing, all-inclusive country concert experience with The Rec and Petrick. Do
0: way, do way, Two ways. Two way. Number
2: one. Be listening for your chance to call in for your entry. Number two. Chat Universe members, double your chances by watching your email for your invitation to enter to win a ticket in the draw. Man- On October 7th, Jesse and I will announce who will be kicking it country in Mexico with the rec laws this is awesome. and today's country, chat 94.5.
0: The talk of Tiger Town. Great moments are born great opportunity. Tigers Uncaged with Jesse and Lance.
1: As we get set for the home opener and the man that everyone has been talking about is joining us in studio, the new voice
2: yes. of
1: the Medicine Hat Tigers, Gino DePauly. Good morning, Gino! buddy. Gino, good
4: morning, fellas. Gino. How we doing? Well, hey, we're doing we're great,
1: man. How are you doing? <laughs>
4: I'm I'm busy. <laughs> I've been very busy since uh, last Thursday. So I I honestly don't know what day. I know it's Friday just right. because you've told me it's yeah, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but beforehand I was just waking up and going to work.
2: Yeah, it was good. You said uh, when you jumped in here you're like thank god there's not a game tonight. We've glad to busy. get one more day to breathe. Well,
1: here's the thing because uh, I thought it was longer, but it, it's been less than two weeks since it was announced that you were going to be the voice, the new voice of the Medicine Hat Tigers. Now it's like a brand new league. That's uh-huh. got to be hard now learning not only our players, yeah. but other players in another league. How do you do it? You don't. You
4: just do it. You just That's do it. it. You just do it. Uh, I've had some pretty good help here. I'm lucky that I get two games with Lethbridge right away. And. I hope with my so-called experience that I actually knew something. It's, it is tough because the last team I went to, I was there for 11 years. So it wasn't very hard to pick up and you'd have your database there, but so we're just starting from scratch and. I think the the MO was, as long as we get the Tiger players right, we'll figure out the rest as we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah that's true. And, and if, if nobody likes it, you can just go buy a tick and go to the game if you want. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that works just yeah. as well, too. Uh, but over a decade with the Okotoks Oilers in Junior A, and I guess a lot of people have been asking us uh, about just who you are, Gino, and, and getting to know you a bit. <laughs> so uh, instead of us telling those about you, uh, maybe just a little bit where you come from and, and you know where you've been. Well, I I've, I've been everywhere, man, to be honest. Like I think that song is I it's starting to, once I get through the
4: US road trip, I think it's going to rack up. I've been I'm from the mighty metropolis of Cayley, Alberta, which oh. is a hamlet south of Calgary, south of High River. Been there my most of my life and yeah, I'm from there, started my career in Saskatchewan with the Melfort Mustangs and the Nipwin Hawks and the Humble Broncos. Moved over to White Court for a year of junior B. Wow. And just, it was a pay raise, too. So <laughs> it was, it was like a very rare pay, pay raise to go down from junior A to junior B. And then I ended up going back to the University of Calgary. But at the same time, I got my degree. I got the job with the Oilers, and I stuck there for 11 years. And... Got a phone call about a month ago from the man himself, Bob Ridley, saying, what's going on within your life? I said, lots of things. but And he said, well, I might, there might be an opportunity for you here. You better get your your demo in. So I did, and here we are. So nice.
1: you, the cool thing is is uh, you and Rids are, are fairly close. You, your whole career, you've kind of looked up to Rids. You've sent him demos. You've sent him, you know, what can I work on? What can I do? And it, it's got to be so cool and humble to take over for that man
4: oh absolutely i i think you know what Rids is the goat right oh like, yeah he definitely is and there'll never be another one and you know it goes back to just we talked about life first i've always kind of mentioned that that it wasn't about his job it wasn't about the western hockey like how do i get in somewhere whether it was prince george or whatever i applied for four different dub jobs before I got this one, so I got a little bit of chip on my shoulder for the four teams that passed on me. Yeah, so nice.
2: If kinda. you had a number, it would be four. Like yes. If you were wearing a jersey, Fair. Right. No, I'd be two. I'd be two. number two. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's as high as I can count, I think. So. But
1: no,
4: I, in all seriousness, I'm so pumped to be replacing a legend. I know uh, you know, Scott was here, too, last year. Scott Robin, who actually worked with me in Okotoks for a year before. Man, he, sorry to hear before, that. Darn mm-hmm. right, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, we don't miss Scotty. him. Scottford! That's what I called him, was Scottford. Uh, I don't know Scotty. if he actually got it, what I was saying. So. <laughs> But no, I, I'm just excited. The team's been really welcoming. I know everybody's going to keep, you know, the coaching staff's been busy. The, you know, this team really wants to be a playoff team this year. Last year was last year. I'm uh, just hoping that if this team can win the opener, it would just uh, re- eliminate the cloud of last year, how things kind of ended for the season. But the prospect pool is deep. Um, you know, it looks like we're going to see uh, some highly touted prospects come in. Uh Gavin McKenna, yeah, will be playing on Saturday, so that yes. I think alone should be your ticket. The guy is still 14; it's wild. He's 14 and will be 15 on December 20th, and he's
2: one of the best players in like in the league. Almost you it's, could argue. Well, it's he's the, the best prospect. He's
4: the top prospect in the no, league by far, and he'll he only has five games AP, so you only got five cracks to see him this right. season. So I think for the Tiger fans, season opener is one thing, but when you hear that. Gavin McCann's gonna play, you you better you better not listen to me. You better go to the ring. Because yeah. I'm assuming he's gonna be playing here at home. Yes.
2: Yeah. By uh, by all accounts it sounds like he's gonna be there. I know uh, the the team releasing our their, their roster for the twenty five that are gonna be a part of opening day in some way, shape, or form, whether it gets in the lineup we'll see. But uh but I, I guess the last question that I had is it's gotta be uh, fun that y- you got here, and over the past week, I can only imagine that you've heard uh, you have big shoes to fill, probably a hundred times, hundred thousand, um, yeah, yeah, yeah hundred thousand yeah. minimum. Yeah. And um, I can't drive a bus either. No, I, that's <laughs> the other. I, I was going to say you probably have been asked if you can drive bus. No, because yeah. I can
4: barely drive tractor straight. So why would I be <laughs> even yeah. behind a bus?
2: But uh, but but I think it's it's a great opportunity now to with that connection you had with Bob and um, you know his his boat of confidence in what you do um it's it's an exciting time now because it's it's almost like there's a, a new chapter to, to tiger's history that's about to be written and you get to be a part of that absolutely i think it's it's a new era uh you,
4: you know willie DeJardin's still around which you know kind of goes back in the in the history books a little bit but i think he's the guy for the job with the the future of this team and uh, i was just trying to think of what i was going to say um I know, there's man, a lot I've lost, a, I lost my train of th- I'm starting to slip a little bit. <laughs> it's not good on, it's, on memory. It's a busy week because, but I
1: it, mean, it's opening weekend, man. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I'm just more just
4: excited. I, about two years ago, fellas, I thought I was done. Right. I literally legitimately thought I was done. I was that close to being, not doing this at all anymore, so... Thanks to Reds. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to the Tigers for giving me, give this, this. I feel like I'm one of the oldest rookie AJ or that, um, <laughs> WHL broadcast. Yeah, that's going to take a little league. bit of adjusting yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, I'm hoping to not say Okotoks Oilers <laughs> when I fire Well Thankfully, to a break. the colors aren't close. Yeah, so. no, that is the best part. Yeah. Like if they were similar, they would be. But no, I was I was close to being done and just kind of walking away from it because it was time and I got one last shot here so it's time to prove something. Love well, it.
1: Congrats, man. We, Thanks, we look man. forward to it. So much but, fun to be here. And yeah, you know what? Exciting. We understand because uh, when Deuce did the morning show for over 40 years and when we took over we got the same thing. You got big shoes to fill. Got big shoes to fill. <laughs> they didn't ask if you are going to drive
2: a bus. <laughs> no, then. we didn't no. ask if you were going to drive a bus. They asked no. if I was going to golf so I obliged. Yeah, yeah, so I've been golfing know. almost oh, every day yeah. since.
1: Uh, congratulations on everything, man. Good luck. And uh, at the end of the day have fun this weekend. Yeah. We are
4: going to have some fun. We've got some yeah. new interesting things we're going to try and do on broadcast with me and Lance. So, okay. and, you know, well, yeah, I don't know.
1: We haven't made that official. That's but not you, about me. You're going to be the uh, – you're going to color
4: it. Yeah, he's back. Man. Yeah, yeah yeah. Yeah. Let's go, yeah. yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> Let's go, Lads. <Lance>. Let's go. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> I, I want that. I want that intensity.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to bring it.
1: But, uh, yeah, you can catch uh, both these guys this weekend, Chat 94.5, as the Tigers get set. For the home opener. Gino, pleasure to meet you, buddy.
0: More Tigers uncaged in seconds. That's how winning it is done of games. Chat mornings are getting extra exciting with Jesse and Lance's Wheel of Games. Weekday mornings, they'll spin the wheel. And whatever game it lands on,
2: that's the game you'll play. We're including favorites like Face Mask Singer, Bidding Baffles, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, and adding in a couple of new ones like Match Game and Wildcard.
1: Step right up, spin the wheel, and test your luck.
0: But no matter what game they land on, you have a chance to play along and win $20 to Cowtown Kids Toy and Candy in Maple Creek. This is going to be fun. It's Jesse and Lance's Wheel of Games, powered by Cowtown Kids Toy and Candy on today's country. Chat 94.5.
1: Who is the strongest person you know? Super wrong. What? The strongest person is any teacher. And we want to reward them. Ah! Teacher Timeout is on today's country, Chat 945. You go to chat945.com and nominate a superhero today. Good Teachers are superheroes. They sure are. Thanks, Captain Obvious. If they win, they get a $50 gift card from A&W on Stratton Road, Mister Loop, and Southside Laundry and Dry Cleaning. Teacher Timeout! Yeah! I really need it! On today's country, Chat
0: 94-5. Jesse and Lance are back with more Tigers Uncaged. passing Fields, Baby, here we go!
1: Welcome back to the podcast, Tigers Uncaged. It's Jesse and Lance. Uh, as always, we appreciate you finding our podcast, listening to it. Uh, good first episode. Yeah, felt good. Felt Got nice. Talked to Gino. I think he's going to fit in uh, quite nicely. Yeah. I do feel for him. I mean, Rids has been a part of this squad since the beginning. And I mean, when you think of the medicine at Tigers, you think of Bob Ridley. It has, uh, I feel for him like when we took over for Deuce. <laughs> yeah. And there was a lot of people... You know, a lot of expectations. And, you know, you ease into it a little bit, and I think Gino's going to fit in great here. Oh, yeah. You can tell that he loves hockey. He loves the team. Yeah, yeah. He's
2: got to learn a lot in a short amount of time. Certainly does. Certainly has a lot of moving parts happening very quickly. Yeah. Because, uh, well, the next game's, first game's Saturday. Saturday, yeah. So that doesn't leave a whole lot of time. Mm,
1: No, but I think he's going to do fine. The guy, he's been in the business for quite some time. He's done Okotoks. He's new players' names. I understand that. New league, but same Gino.
2: That's true. That's true. Yeah, the, the technical thing is just what's different. But,
1: uh, but yeah, it'll be good. It'll yep. be good. This was uh, this was lovely. So Tigers get set to take on the arch rivals of the Lethbridge Hurricanes. Boo. You know what? I'm going to go on a limb, and I think the Tigers are going to win Saturday night.
2: I have a good feeling, too.
1: I think it's going to be uh, a 3-1 Tigers victory. Really? Yeah, they'll get an empty net or late, but it's going to be a very defensive showing on both squads. Mm. 3-1 final Tigers go
2: 1-0. I think you can expect it to be a messy one. Ooh. I think there's going to be some uh, some anger. Okay. Maybe a couple scraps, if I had to guess, because I think there's going to be some, some guys on both sides looking to make their mark on their teams. Uh, so I think the intensity will be quite near its peak early and often. And I think the Tigers come out with a 5-3 win.
1: Hey, I like that. Mm-hmm. Listen, the Tigers can score five goals. That is a huge increase of last year because I, I- – I think we could
2: count on one hand how many times they went four over. I was about to say, I don't think it was very often, but I think no. they start high. I think they get, I think they get to five. I hope they get to I five. Maybe do. that's me being hopeful, but I, I really do think that they're going to be able to to put it together uh, on Saturday.
1: And also, hey, big shout out to you! Congratulations, getting to do color yeah. again. You yeah, and thanks. Gino going to be uh, doing the home calls. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's going to be pretty cool. That's going to be fun.
2: Yeah, I mean, truthfully, thank God they're not sending me on the road because I would not be able to do a show with you Monday to Friday.
1: And then a podcast, and then still be on the road. Be a rock star, dude. No,
2: I w- <laughs> yeah, I would need to live every <laughs> single aspect of the rock star lifestyle.
1: No, but kudos to you, man. Thanks, you, man. You, uh, you it. and Scott sound really good last year, and I'm truly confident you and Gino will sound great. Yeah, it'll
2: be good. It'll yeah. be good. I'm looking forward to it. And you're uh, you're back in in the arena ish,
1: ish. Yeah, I, I I signed the 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 contract.
2: Right. Yeah. We're,
1: we're coming back for season nine. I'm just gonna miss probably the first four
2: Saturdays due to right.
1: Being wedding DJ.
2: Yeah, yeah. You you have another side hustle.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I'll still be there. I'll, I'll be there with bells on.
2: Right. Oh, what with bells on?
1: Yeah. Wow. yeah I'm gonna wear bells this year. Uh, as always, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on Tigers Uncaged.
0: This has been Tigers Uncaged with Jesse and Lance. I love the Thanks to all of our show contributors. Thank you for your help. Be looking for a new Tigers Uncaged podcast every week during hockey season. I love the